0: Welcome to the WP SEO Show, brought to you by SEO Hive, your proactive white label SEO partner. The WP SEO Show is all about talking WordPress and SEO, from optimizations, structures, setups, and plugins, we explore how to make your WordPress website perform better in the search engines. Here are your hosts, Pete Everett and Jeff Patch.
1: Hello, welcome to the WPSEO show. I am your co-host Jeff, joined here with my co-host Pete for our ninth episode. This is so exciting! We're almost at ten, which, you know, I say it out loud, doesn't sound all that impressive, but I'm really, really stoked on it. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, look, after we get to
2: double figures, the next stop is triple
1: figures, and that's going to be like,
2: that seems like a long way away from here. I'll be honest. <laughs> it,
1: it does, but at the same time, after doing almost ten of these in a row now. It's like it, it. I can see it happening, and when you first <laughs> we recorded the first one, you sent it to me as zero zero zero, like the file name, and I'm like, "You think we're gonna hit a hundred episodes?" And like, even though we're still under ten, I'm like, "I think we will actually." I, I mean, yeah. at this pace, it's gonna take about two years, but you know, <laughs> I do see it actually as a as a possibility, which is super awesome. Absolutely, I future-proofed us all the way to nine nine nine, and then we're yep. going
2: to have to have a discussion.
1: Yeah, <laughs> figure just, out what and, to do. And for anybody who is just at the edge of your seat wondering, we are working our butts off to get more guitars in the background for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm out, I'm out of, uh, I'm out of guitars at this end, but I
2: do have a djembe and a trumpet, so I might try and get those to feature in future episodes.
1: Uh, <laughs> I actually do have a junkie guitar in the closet, a ukulele in the other room. Um, we 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 could decorate the wall. We'll we'll work on it for you. What's up? I think it was Paul. It was awesome. That was funny. That made me laugh so hard when I read that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So um,
2: so yeah. So how's how's things? How's life in uh, Southern California?
1: Um, you know what? We're actually all kind of a little under the weather this week, so uh, they're a little blah. But the weather's cooling down, which is great. Um we are excited whenever we don't have to use the air conditioning all day long. So that is nice. And, uh, we're looking forward to Halloween. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh yeah. The spooktacular is just around. Yeah. The, uh, just this around episode the will probably come out right the day after Halloween, I think, but you know, so ooh, yeah. spooky sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Right,
2: and that's that. That that's as far as the. Uh, because we're only nine episodes old, that's as far as the budget
1: goes for Halloween effects on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, don't have the soundboard going right now, but <laughs> anyway, on to the important stuff. The reason people actually tune in this week, we wanted to talk about AI and SEO. Um, just kind of just just a very kind of general kind of overlook of things, kind of some ideas and what we're doing, what we're not doing um what we expect what we you know what i mean There, there I, this is an endless topic but it's definitely a hot topic right now um i if you don't mind pete i'll start with a little bit and just go for know, it i have been a little like i've got my let me call it, like my caution like like my blinders up or whatever to ai not blinders i'm, I'm cautionary uh, about using ai too much just because i'm worried about the potential like negative ramifications um but it's here. It's going to stay. It's it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. So now now I think it's the time to, you know, figure out how it's best to be used. What's, you know, what's appropriate, what's not. Um, My kind of general sense is that it's a great tool. I don't ever want it. And I hope it doesn't become a complete content generation thing. I mean, that's, that's my big fear about it is that everybody just clicks a button and they expect to get content out of it, whether that's, I mean, bigger than just SEO. I mean, we're talking movies or all that stuff. It's a big hot topic right now. Um, but but yeah, that's my kind of fear about it. And I hope that never becomes a thing. But at the same time, if we could use it, you know, if it's benefit to it, that's awesome. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. I think
2: I think, like with a lot of these things, the, the first sort of hurdle with AI is understanding what the different models of ai do and actually actually realizing that you know uh, all of this stuff's kind of been branded as oh you use ai for seo well actually you know what there's a whole load of different ai tools out there i mean the, by far the two biggest that we use regularly uh, would be chat gpt and google bard but even just using those two you you they're built in different ways. They excel at different things, and they process data in different ways. And at the time of recording, the ChatGPT database is still only limited to September the twenty uh, September twenty twenty one. So, you know, even the fact that Bard can just read something that was put on the internet yesterday makes it different to to um, uh, to ChatGPT in that in that respect as well. I'm glad so, you
1: said different, not better.
2: Oh yeah, it, no, it's it's different because they are very much very much it's about understanding um the right tools for the right job and look i know from the discussions we've had and from even just the little pre chat that we had about this you know we we don't uh we don't ever supply ai generated content to our clients i i don't do that through my agency we don't do that through seo hive that that is not uh, an internet that is going to be generated by bots isn't going to be a fun place for anybody else to oh, be i mean that's, no. <laughs> i think that's the that's the honest truth um and you know these these tools learn by repetition so essentially they're going to it- end up iterating on themselves and and you know goodness knows where we're going to end up if if that sort of happens in a world where you've got ai bots com- uh, com- uh, completing things like brain surgery and you know, robot, robotic (laughs) development and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, thankfully we don't work in kind of one of those life or death kind of industries. Um, (laughs) But a, there is a moral and an ethical consideration to that, which is, you know, our clients pay money for properly optimized content that is tailored to the specific needs of their clients. And, because of that, we can't justifiably let an AI bot just run run wild and just generate something that it thinks is good. We need that squidgy organic um, understanding that you can't ever get into something like chat GPT or bot.
1: Yeah. There's a good chance that... You, let's just say we're, we're talking about spitting out an article, right? There's a good chance that AI could spit out an article that's fine. But I can tell you from firsthand experience, just a couple of days ago, (laughs) I was Googling something. I was looking for some snippet or process to go through something in WordPress. And I found uh, an article, I believe it was a website that I've seen before too. So I know that they've written, you know, little helpful WordPress tutorials or whatever. And I got to step four and I realized step four was the same as step two. So, wait a second, and then I and I so I just had to step back and I just read them all. Like I said, okay, let me jump forward. And I read the whole tutorial, and, and then there was just this flaw in the logic, and it kept looping back to the beginning. And I'm like, I feel like I'm a uh, you know, I'm a, like a deprecated function right now that's just looping in the back end, <laughs> just like trying to follow this tutorial. I'm like, it's freaking written by AI, what the heck? I'm like, because I keep hearing people talk about how great G- Chat GPT is for finding out like code solutions and stuff, so I was like. I didn't even try it. I just, I just Googled it, but you know, they did that and well, that didn't work out so well. So, well, careful. Uh,
2: now. no, you see, so th- this morning I was using chat GPT to fix uh, an email template in campaign monitor that had two issues. One was there was a missing TD tag and there were thousands of really TD tags in that, in that document. And chat GPT found it in, five seconds Um, and then the, the second thing was that it needed to we needed to put some rounded corners on a on a an image and that was fine in browsers, but chuck it into Outlook and it wasn't playing ball. And you needed to set this V—I forgot what it was called—V V extend something or other. I don't know. Somebody who's far better at coding emailers than me will be able to tell me exactly what I needed. But I tell you what, Chat GPT spat the code out for that. I just gave it the gave it the the TD element that had the image in and said, make this so that it works in uh, in Outlook. And hey, presto, there it went and did it. So copied and pasted it in, did it run a couple of tests, absolutely fine. So it's definitely got its place when it comes to certain certain things. Absolutely. Um, but generating content that is tailored for business needs, I don't think that's quite it. But I think that we I think in all honesty. I think we need to put a bit of a caveat in here, because like with a lot of the things that we've already spoken about in our previous extensive eight episodes, (laughs) there is there is a contextual element to this, which is, you know what, if you're running a if you've got a website or your client has a website and they never post anything. Then actually, them using some AI support to to get some content written, get it on their website, and for their website to become active is going to show them a benefit, right? That is that is far better than doing nothing. But that's not what people come to us for. That's yeah. I think that's yeah. that w- w- when when people are engaging with SEO Hive, they are wanting a professional service that is going to take their clients seo or their own seo to the next level and that involves understanding user intent it involves understanding business objectives it under it involves understanding previous amounts of data in order to make decisions as to where to go forward and that that's the bit we're never going to put in the hands of ai
1: yeah it can be good to kind of on that same level though and this is one thing i've used it for is helping with like I guess I would call it supporting copy. You know, this isn't copy that I'm worried about what's ranking, but just the kind of the little, the blurbs you'd have, maybe asking somebody to opt into something or whatever. When mm-hmm. I've had to, you know, flesh out something and I've been writing it, I kind of hit a wall and just, you know, writer's block or something. And I'm, I'm looking for like one sentence, right? And I've asked um, Bertha, that's the one that uh, that I've, I've used and have a subscription for or something. And I've just said, hey, you know, just give me something. And that helps me get past that writer's block and go. Okay, oh, great. Now I can tweak it, and I've I've got my thought out, and so that's that's helped tremendously. But that's you know very much just like a, a, a kind of like a call to action statement. It has nothing to do with SEO really or any type of factual information. So like that's a for me that's a great use that I've used, but it's so small and so minor, but it can help tremendously. Oh yeah, and you know
2: when you get a when you get an SEO audit come in and it says that four hundred thirty two meta descriptions are missing. well with the best will in the world you know actually getting as you say getting that getting that one sentence out of the gate or even just uh even just being able to drop a url into bard and say summarize this in a sentence and that beginning to form a meta description for you is a far more effective use of time than it is to actually have to click on every page read the page understand what's in the page write that into a meta description realize that that meta description's 30 characters too long then have to edit uh, just you know (laughs) and then have to do that 432 times so there's like, like we said, you know, we won't go and publish a piece of copy on the internet that is um, generated by AI. But on the same note, if we can use AI tools to speed up some of the processes and the data crunching and the, you know, the, the information we need in order to make those decisions to then produce that content, then by all means, let's harness the power. Let's harness the power of AI. And, yeah. you know, I, I think that's why I'm maybe sit a little differently to a lot of the uh, i've i've done shows in the admin bar and and chats with with uh, other people about how we use ai and um i i've always sat a little different to a lot of people because everybody jumps into chat gpt now granted i have a chat gpt account I, it's even a chat gpt pro account i'm not you know i'm not saying i'd never use it i use chat gpt to fix that email um but actually i find that i'm using google bard a lot more because we're not relying on the writing capability chat gpt is a far better writing assistant than bard is as it currently stands but it has a it has a limit to its knowledge and it has a limit to it well it, it can't read the internet which bard can so for the things i'm using it for like like finding uh finding common keywords in common associated keywords in the top 10 for websites that rank for a particular primary keyword let's say i can chuck that into bard and it'll give me a list and uh, you know whether or whether it's whether it's reviewing how many internal links the pages that are ranking on page one for a particular keyword are having Again, it can just crunch it for me and give me the numbers. So, I, and, you know, they're things that I have been able to find out through other tools in the past, but BARD can just do them within the, within, you know, a few seconds and give me the data rather than me spending 15, 20 minutes going to find it and calculating it myself. So because of that, I spend a lot more time in BARD than I do in Chat GPT personally. Um, but that's just because they work differently, and as I
1: said, it's horses for courses. That's interesting. I need to play with Bard more. I really haven't messed with it too much, but I I, I like the idea of being able to get you know information like that. I pride myself a very good Googler. <laughs> and so it's like hard for me to break out of like that habit right like i don't try if i ask somebody if you know face to face like i mean honestly if i ask you something and then we get off the call i'm still probably going to go google it and like look at my own details on it so like this ah, is a very hard pattern for me to break out of that's a that, that was a very camp noise that i just made but <laughs> jeffrey honestly well, no, that's just me. I'm just not. It's less about you than it is me. I'm trying to use you as an example to show how strong oh, yeah. that, that... The, the whole "it's not you, it's me" speech. Here we go. Right? Oh, you've it's heard taken that us... one before, have you, Pete? It, it's
2: taken us nine episodes <laughs> to get there, but here we go. <laughs> I at least thought we'd get to
1: double figures before we got there. Are we having our first fight? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. What anyway, sorry. Here? You were making
2: a point and I completely trashed it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um oh you no, know, just yeah, that I kinda of always I'm well actually I think we just I just got to the bottom of this too, is I, I fact check and that's because I have a I, I study journalism in college. So I'm like, oh, that's great information. I don't believe you I need to fact check it. That's just kind of my default. <laughs> That sounds too good to be true. Hold on a second. Google, 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 Google. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> Turns out it is. So I have, uh, there's I've quite a few things. I have, um, I'm stubborn. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a stubborn man. Um, but there's quite a few things that I have said, like, this is the way it is. And like my kids have said, that's not true. That's not true. And then I Google it. and I'm like, oh, wow. For 40 plus years, I was under the wrong understanding. And I just... <laughs> you know but that that is a key you have got a key point there which
2: is anything that ai generates you do have to fact check and this is the this is the problem again i'm not wanting to get on the soapbox about people paying agencies for professional services and therefore you should be doing things properly and not just trying to create shortcuts and this that the other but actually you know what if anybody that's doing this like i've just said if somebody's using ai and it's and they're doing nothing and that helps them do something there are still some gates they need to go through just copying and pasting it out of of chat gpt or wherever they've got it from onto their website isn't responsible because you do have to fact check these things if you know if chat gpt says black is black and white is white you probably need to go and check that it hasn't said that black is white and white is black if you see what i mean <laughs> yeah. um you it, it it learns by repetition and because of that look if, if you think about if you think about this in like the the sense of it learning like like by reading a map the first time it makes a mistake it might only be a degree off but if you travel from where you are for a hundred miles in that direction, and you were a degree off to start with, you're going to end up a long way from where you wanted to be in a hundred miles time. Um, So that's, uh, and and that's kind of the problem with it. You can't, you can't take these things as gospel. You can't take them for granted. You, um, a friend of mine, he talked about using the 80-20 rule with ai tools but the 20 it is in that percentage the 80 percent comes first that's what the chat gpt or the bard or wherever you're getting it from birth or ai whatever that's what that gives you you then have to do the 20 percent afterwards which is the fact checking making sure that the the tonality is right making sure that it fits your goals. so if you are going to use this kind of content for the Backbone of your content, you've still got that twenty percent to do, and you can't really negate around that. Otherwise, the internet will just be full of incorrect AI content that then feeds more incorrect AI content, and before you know it, you're in, you know, John groats instead of Land's End. Sorry, that's a very, that's a very British reference.
1: Yeah, I don't get it, but uh, I'm sure a few of our listeners do. <laughs> <laughs> well, John O'Groats
2: is the very northern tip of Scotland and Land's End is the very end of Cornwall. So it's the mo- most, almost the most northerly and southerly points in the UK. That's gotcha. The gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> well, just the other day, I had kind of an interesting experience. And i you've been seeing AIs popping up in everywhere, not just the tools that we're using in agency world, but in like our day-to-day life. So I was posting something on eBay. I had something sitting around my office. I said, I need to just get rid of that. So I posted it on eBay. And then here comes a description. Well, First of all, if you use eBay these days, you realize most people barely put any sort of description because the title and the picture and then the details—that it's, it's pretty much everything you need. But I saw this big button and it said "Use AI to craft a description," and I thought, "Well, if it's free, let, you know, I'll click it and see what it does. Why not? You know, I mean, you're not, you're not nickel and diming me for it." So shiny thing syndrome. <laughs> Your API, he said, sure. So I click it and it wrote a phenomenal, like two paragraph summary of this like little art paint set that i was selling and it was fantastic except the quantities of what it was included was completely off it was like and it gets eight high quality paints and i'm like no it's 12 and three mixing bottles no it's four and i'm like you have all this information right there like it's on it's 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 there and how did you craft it and change the number i don't know but it it did help me like I said 80 20 right 80 yeah. percent of the difficult the difficulty in that for me is just writing those four or five sentences that sound natural, that tell people what they're getting and why they're supposed to buy it. And I read it and I quickly saw that the numbers were off. I fixed the numbers. Who cares? Still only took me about one minute to do this, which is faster. So it was, you know, I love the 80-20 rule. And if Mm -hmm. I get 80% of anything done and I can finish that last 20, like, i'm satisfied you know i mean i guess unless i'm paying for 100 percent, but you know you know what i mean <laughs> i know what you mean i know what you mean So You're asking for help and somebody can get you most of the way there you <laughs> and, and you can't get yourself across the finish line you got a bigger problem yeah absolutely absolutely so
2: here's here's the thing that i'm toying with at the minute and for anybody that's listening that's that's you know, 20-odd 20, 20 minutes in with us, I, I'm going to burst the bubble straight away and say, I don't have a solid answer to this next thing yet, and I'm still working through it. But that is, is it a good thing to let AI bots crawl your website? Because we can block them. We can block them like we can anybody mm-hmm. through the robots uh, robots file. But is that a good thing? And here's the fence that I'm sitting on. So we've just spent five minutes talking about, how how ai if you leave ai to get on with its own thing that it's it could end up in the completely the wrong um the wrong destination let's rerun that that uh analogy using an american landmark you'd end up in manhattan instead of the you know los angeles let's say yep there you Um, go so the uh so yeah it, it can go off and it can it can get things wrong and if it keeps on iterating on things that are wrong then actually you're you know you're almost not helping it in the future or you know and a lot of these things like with like with you know when wordpress was a thing like when um
1: uh when you wordpress know, was a thing
2: When WordPress was a new thing, I should
1: say. (laughs)
0: WordPress is still a thing. WordPress is still
2: a
1: thing, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome
2: to the Introduction to WordPress for Pete show. Um, No, so when WordPress. Change our name to the SEO show soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but, but what I was. The point I'm trying to make is, you know, when WordPress was a new thing, and even now it's open source, it relies on people contributing to it. The 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 leaps and bounds that it makes in order to make itself better are done because people contribute to it. Yeah. And blocking AI bots from your website is almost like saying, you know what, I don't want to be part of that. And if if you're not prepared to make potentially help make the AIs better, then realistically you can't complain that much about their output if it's not correct because you know you can't take with one hand and not give with the other kind of yeah. is is my kind of approach to it but then on the same note i also stand with all of these artists and with these these uh you know actors and um people who are, are having their work either duplicated or obliterated or their personalities you know completely compromised because ai is making Babies with certain actors' faces on it say atrocious <laughs> things or, or whatever. So, I, I, as I said, I'm not. I, I don't know. I don't know which side of the of the 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 fence I come down on on this yet. There are technical things that you need to bear in mind. If AI is going to become a next search engine, then by all means, you want to be featuring in those results. Um, however, letting the AI bots crawl your website puts particular load on the server, and we know from uh, we know from particular reports that you can find just Google it or ask an AI, well ask Bard for it, don't bother asking Chat GPT. Um, but you can, uh, you know, th- there are particular reports where they can see spikes in spikes in load and uh, where the, the, the load that's put on a server is far more than a Google Crawl or anything like that, which of course can therefore affect users on the front end and slow your site down, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's pros and cons to all of this, and at the minute yeah. I haven't yet decided where I stand with it
1: well the crawling is interesting because nowadays I feel like <clears throat> the seo crawlers that we're used to you know we used to have to as like a web developer or somebody you know trying to keep a site up you have to fight against them sometimes because they would just crush your site and that's kind of you know evened itself out it doesn't seem to be a problem anymore so I wonder if the ai bots are doing something different or they're just a little behind the times from a technical standpoint and if so they should probably ask ChatGPT gpt or bard for some help in that area but, um, <laughs> but I wonder if, if that'll, that'll improve. Um, but it's funny you're talking about the AI art and, you know, the artists and I, I, I feel you too. It's just, I, on one hand, I, if I didn't have to work for a living, I would sit in front of a prompt and I would just create AI art because I think it's so hilarious. Like all the time, just giving it a prompt and seeing the stuff it does like mm-hmm. super weird with like, and especially if you describe something weird, you know, you'll have somebody mm-hmm. with like an arm coming out of their head and you're just like, all right, Dolly's on some special drugs today and in, in there, I guess. I don't know what's happening, but some, some, it's very entertaining to me. But on the other hand, my my daughter, she's she's 16, and she's a passionate, passionate artist. And she just, I mean, you see the flames coming out of her ears whenever AI comes up because she's just like, <laughs> AI tripping off artists, AI tripping off artists. They shouldn't rip off artists. And it's and like, I, I love it. I respect the hell out of it, but it's just so funny every single time. <laughs> so passionate about it. So passionate. So anyway, to get back to the topic about AI bots crawling your website, um, I don't have a strong feeling about this one way or the other either. I mean, you have you've, you've got a lot more thoughts on it than I do. But um, I was thinking about the concern from a slightly different perspective, and that's like the information that you're letting the bots have. And obviously, if you put it on the website, it's public crawlable. It's not like you're putting up trade secrets or anything on there, but I guess, you know, if it's if it's being indexed in the search engines and you're being found for it, that's one thing. It's different if that information you put a lot of work into that might be unique to your business and that this is going to be totally dependent on types of businesses and and things like that. But um, if you're literally just helping the bot learn stuff and then now that's going to detract from people going to you to learn that stuff, then that Mm. does seem detrimental to me. I don't know, that might be just a wacky hypothetical situation that I'm making up that would never actually be a, a problem, but that's where I instantly go. And it's like, mm, do I want to protect that information or do I want to let the world have it? And yeah, I want the world to have it, but you know, if you're for profit business online, you still have to take that into consideration. I guess, I guess that sort of depends
2: who you are and what it is you're talking about though. Um To a, so if you're
1: a good person who likes to share, if you're a bad stingy person <laughs> like me, uh, n-
2: n- n- no, 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 that wasn't <laughs> quite
1: where I was going with it. But
2: oh, okay, just you know, if if you're well, even though it, it it I think it I think it largely depends on whether you're dealing with fact or whether you're dealing with um opinion. You know, everybody's entitled to a uh, everybody's entitled to an opinion. I, I saw this quote from. Um, Piers Morgan. He's he's been in the States. Yeah, you know you, you guys should know who Piers Morgan is. Um, he's a journalist. And he said, everybody's entitled to opinion, but people aren't entitled to make up facts. And I think that's kind of that's kind of where we are with this. If if what you're contributing or potentially contributing back to the AIs, through the content you're creating on the internet i'm not saying for one minute people should now start creating content for to teach ais but if you're if you're creating good valuable content on the internet anyway that should be factually correct by allowing the bots to crawl that and potentially making them better because of those facts and the way that you're putting them and um the way you're presenting them that information i mean that doesn't really matter whether you're talking about molecular science or like i can't think of something huge but yeah something huge it it's kind of if it's a fact is a fact and that is only going to improve their knowledge whereas on the flip side if you're if you're you know creating opinion pieces of which i'm not going to give any examples because i don't want to offend anybody <laughs> but if if you're if you're creating opinion pieces and they are your opinions then actually that that isn't going to benefit anybody outside of your network, your niche, your whatever that that you've put that opinion together for. Yeah, and that is the type of stuff that probably shouldn't be fed into something like an AI bot. So, really, it should only, I, in my, I'm thinking out loud here, but in my yeah. opinion, possibly a better way for it to go is for it to to be fed facts, truths that are universal, versus.
1: And, and protected from opinion pieces, which are not. Yeah, and and that could be pretty applicable to our industry here as as agency owners and the type of clients we you know we work with. Some of them are putting out. You know, if you pay. You know, I don't know uh, somebody to come and do an analysis on your property. That is very much, you know, here's the measurements, here's what you know the the values are compared to neighbors, blah blah. blah. Those are things that you can fact check. But if somebody is like a coach or consultant and they have their own style of training salespeople you know, who's to say that's right. It may be very good. Maybe it may work for them. It may that, but it's not one thing you can say that's right or that's wrong and you can't train anything. And it's just one of the many, many, many opportunity or many, many options you have when you're going down this subjective path. But so here's this, this then brings us nicely full circle. So maybe
2: we're, maybe we're on our way into land right now. But <laughs> this, so I saw a script, which I have actually used um, I might try and find the link and include it in the show notes. i'm not I'm not gonna claim any kind of benefit or any kind of um, uh, credit for this at all. But there was a, an SEO guy that I follow on um, follow on Facebook, and he'd put together a prompt that you could feed into chat gpt or bard or one of them anyway he he put it together as a youtube video and basically what it did was it it compiled a local seo audit a very basic local seo audit for any business that you fed into it so that agencies could use it as a sales tool to say look i've done a i've done a brief audit of your local seo profile here it is attached I I do SEO and we think we could improve it in X, Y, Z areas. Do you want a conversation? And this meant that from an SEO sales perspective, linking into what you were just saying, from an SEO sales perspective, rather than now having to go to all the lengths of, you know, using, um, uh, putting these audits together yourself that might take you an hour it's an investment in time for a a very cold lead or exceptionally cold lead that that you don't know um etc etc you can now do dozens or dozens of these or get a va to do them and essentially use google maps on street view to go down a street and say right do one for that business do one for that business do one for (laughs) that business and just ping them off by email so that yeah uh, Again, that that's an innovative way of using it of processing data that is factual information that could help somebody could help somebody out and certainly could help an agency in their sales process. I'm not saying I'm not saying we use that in our in our sales. We don't. Um, and as I say, I'll find the link. It's you go and make your own judgment call whether you think it's a good thing or not. But I just thought it was an innovative way of using the AI to uh,
1: yeah to 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 bridge that gap. That's interesting. I'm that was like, oh what a good idea. I don't think I'm gonna go hire a VA to start spamming all the the businesses in my town, but it is it is interesting to see creative uses for all this stuff. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with all that, I imagine we could probably uh nerd out and uh it's scary to try to try to come up with scary scenarios all day long. But I think we're gonna probably wind this one down about AI, but you know, this is a quickly growing and evolving topic. So um, I'm sure we will revisit it in the future, if not in a couple months, probably. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, we'd love to hear in the comments if you've got any um, any fun uses or creative uses of AI that you're using now. If you have any fears, you know, feel free to share your thoughts. I know this is a passionate topic for a lot of people. So um, I look, you know, even just like standing on the outside, I look forward to seeing how it all evolves as a business owner, having to deal with it, I'm I'm also excited and nervous. But you know what I mean. I'm I'm a nerd. I love technology. I love watching this stuff evolve. So it's been pretty exciting.
2: No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So yeah, if you've got if you've got any thoughts, so if you you know if you think we've missed anything, um, we did. Yeah, we we definitely did. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not uh, gonna lie. We did. <laughs> but you know, um, if you think we missed anything, or if you've got a different standpoint from the from the ethical point of views that we've talked about, I'd I'd love to. You know, I'm not for one second saying that this is an episode where we're saying we're right, this is the way it should be, that's the way it should be. And that's part of the beauty of this thing. You know, And, and part of the beauty of being involved in the discussion of something that is this new is the fact that we can have these discussions and have them openly and have different opinions that we can
1: respect. Yeah, and I don't know if this discussion is going to lead to the evolution of AI, but discussions like these do. So, uh, let's keep having them. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely.
2: Well, look, this has been a blast, mate. And uh, if it's all right with you, we'll do another one next week. Sure, I guess. I mean, we should probably hit ten. <laughs> we can't get to nine.
1: I mean, gee, it would it would be like stopping at episode ninety nine. Yeah, know. it would just it would just feel wrong. So. <laughs> No, we're not. We're not going anywhere. We're loving this. We're having a we're getting a lot of good feedback. So thank you for everybody, and uh, keep it coming because it boosts our egos. <laughs> well, it boosts yours. It boosts mine. I'm the <laughs> egotistical
2: one. All right, later everybody. Have a good. One. See ya.
0: The WPSEO show is brought to you by SEO Hive, your agency's proactive white label SEO partner. We understand that finding a reliable SEO supplier is key to ensuring you build stable monthly recurring revenue into your digital agency. At SEO Hive, we have a suite of products that will help you sell, scale and deliver your monthly SEO retainers, from our scout reports and one-off technical boosters, to our flagship local SEO and honeypot plans, all of which have clear pricing and monthly deliverables. If you want to explore how SEO Hive can help your agency deliver high quality and reliable SEO agreements for your clients, you can find more information at SEOhive.co and schedule a call to discuss the next steps.